What I'm about to tell you is something I've carried for a very long time. When I was 12, my father died while he was at work. He was a longshoreman and he fell from a crane while loading a ship. That's the story we got anyway when his boss came around to bring us his personal things and the news of his death. Shortly after dad died, mom took a job as a maid working for a lady named Cheryl and her husband Bill, who was the owner of an oil field equipment supply. They had one kid, a son named Jason, who was a drug addict and a womanizer. Mom and I lived comfortably in the one-room apartment behind their main house next to the garage. The summer I turned 16, <clears throat> I woke up one morning to find my mother with a needle hanging out of her arm. Bill and Cheryl paid for the funeral. They let me stay as long as I wanted to. It was about a month later that the bullshit with Jason started. One night, he came pounding on the door of the apartment, and I opened it. It was obvious he was drunk or stoned or both. He pushed past me and landed face down on the couch. And this wasn't the first time this had happened. There were several times when Mom was alive that I woke up to find him passed out on the couch. The next morning, he asked me if I was going to take my mother's place. I told him I would do what I could, but I was going back to school, and that would have to be my priority, and that Bill, his dad, had even said that school was the most important thing I could do for myself. He smiled really big and said, Oh, I'm sure you can find time. Uh, apparently, he'd used intimidation and drugs to control my mom. He'd been using my mom as a sex slave since we got there. When his parents left the country for the summer, he would ramp things up with no fear of being caught by his parents or by anyone. He tore off the shorts I was wearing and forced himself on me. And just like that, I lost the only two things I had left, my sanity and my virginity. I laid on the floor, sobbing so loud, it felt like it was coming from somebody else. And then the abuse went on daily for the next few weeks. I was sore, but my body started to get used to it, and I hated that. There was a bad storm out that night. When the lightning flashed, I could see his silhouette blazed on the wall. This was the monster from my dreams. He was pounding on the door, and like a trained dog, I opened it to let him in. But like an abused dog, I turned on him. While he was on top of me, my hand found a pair of scissors and I thrust them into the base of his skull over and over. His body twitched for a few seconds and then became still, lifeless. Now, I'm not sure how long I was out, but when I woke up, his body was becoming stiff. I covered him in a blanket from the bed and got up and took a shower, 
gathered my clothes and sat down at the kitchen table that mom and I had shared every day for meals. I poured myself some cereal because breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And I washed my dish and my spoon. I took the scissors out of his head and wrapped him in a blanket and with a wheelbarrow from the garage, I took him out to the compost heap. I dug for probably two hours, buried him as deep as I could. I wrote Cheryl and Bill a letter telling them how much I appreciated their generosity and that I'd found my mom's sister and was going to live with her and her family in Washington. And I wrote in the letter that I hoped that all of them had had a good trip and I looked forward to seeing the three of them again very soon. And then I set the place on fire. I put the letter in the mailbox at the bus depot and got on a bus as far east as the money in Jason's wallet would take me. And I found myself in a women's shelter, lying about my age so that I wouldn't be put in foster care. Sister Jane offered me a place at the Sisters of the Incarnate Word. I think she had an idea of how old I really was. When I put on the habit, I tried to put the past behind me, but my dreams are still haunted by loss and by monsters. My confession is not my past. It's that I'm not sure I've done anything wrong. Jason was a little shit of a creature that I don't feel bad about wiping off the face of the earth. I'm sorry for the pain that his mom and dad experienced because they're great people, but it probably did them a favor. I know I've lied, but it was for my own salvation. And if God can't understand what I've done and why, then... I don't need his forgiveness. <laughs>